Listener Production. The Reserve Bank left rates on hold once again. How did the Aussie market react? And what drove auto stocks higher on Tuesday? Good afternoon, I'm Laura. I'm Craig. It's Tuesday the 6th of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Craig, aren't we blessed to have you on here on the day that the RBA reported? Off the bench, off the bench and into the action. Let's start off and recap how the market has done over the course of the day. So leading into the close, the Aussie market is down for a second day by around 45 points or 0.6%, sitting at 7,582 points. Now, we have been lower for most of the session and there was quite a muted response to the RBA coming out today, right, Craig? It would be nice if there was uh, some surprises from the Reserve (laughs) Bank, but there was no real surprises. The Reserve Bank left interest rates unchanged at 4.35%, so no one was expecting a change there. There were some people suggesting that Perhaps the tightening bias, the inclination to lift interest rates, that wording would be taken out of the statement. But no, it's still in there saying that um, a further increase in interest rates cannot be ruled out. And the bottom line is for the Reserve Bank, they're saying, well, you've made progress in terms of inflation. We think further progress is going to be made, but we're not there yet. In line with the Federal Reserve, the Reserve Bank board has said we need to have greater confidence that the inflation is going to return to the 2 to 3% target. So we leave interest rates where they are. In terms of the reaction of the interest rate markets, 42% chance is now seen of a June easing. Before the statement came out, it was a 53% chance. But the market is still fully pricing in a rate cut this year in September. We'll have to wait and see. Certainly from the Reserve Bank today, it didn't suggest that it's in any hurry to, to lower interest rates. I think that might have been what caught markets sort of off guard, the fact that they didn't remove that tightening bias. So we thought they might not be talking about increasing rates further, but they still did mention that in there. They said further rate increases can't be ruled out, as you pointed out. And I think that's what stuck in the mind of investors today. And that's even after saying that inflation is falling quicker than they had expected. They highlighted it's still too high. So they didn't mention anything about rate cuts. And I guess that's what we were expecting or sort of hoping that they might have even hinted at. Well, there's a lot of homework for listeners out there. You've got to go through the Reserve Bank Board statement. Then the statement of monetary policies come out. And then you may find the transcripts for the press conference, which uh, the governor is currently holding. Yes, but if you can't be bothered going through all that, they haven't mentioned anything about rate cuts. I think that's what we're all yeah, waiting for. Yeah, the bottom line is <laughs> rates are on hold. Yes, there's nothing to see here. Move yeah, on, move exactly, on. exactly, for right now anyway. So as I mentioned, there wasn't really much of reaction on the Aussie share market today. So around the time that came out, there was just, you know, a little dip and then we went sort of in a straight line. So if we have a look at the different sectors today, we're seeing that eight of the 11 sectors are in negative territory and the declines are really being led by the mining stocks once again, but also the tech sector as well. We're only seeing three sectors slightly higher. One of those is the energy sector. So they were falling earlier in the session and that was on the back of oil prices dropping last night by almost 1%. But as we got into the day session, we've seen 
oil prices rebounding a little bit. And that's why we've seen the energy stocks coming back on the back of that. And we're also seeing consumer discretionary and consumer staples lifting just a tad in afternoon trade. Now, looking at some stocks that stood out for a good or a bad reason, West African Mines topped the losers list today. That's the gold miner. And they actually came out with a production guidance for the rest of 2024. And it wasn't what investors wanted to hear. They said they expect higher costs for this year. And on top of that, they lowered their forecast for how much gold they will produce this year as well. So this was a recipe for its share price to decline down around 11% to their worst level in two months. Nick Scully, the furniture retailer. It seems as though everyone wanted to fit out their homes with (laughs) furniture um, in the last couple of months. Of course, what Nick Scully produced is a profit of $43 million for the, the last six months. The expectation back in October was that it was going to get somewhere between 40 and 42 million, but it got 43 million. And the profit earnings per share, 53.1 cents earnings per share. The survey consensus, the expectations of the market was 50.7%. And uh, as a result, Nick Scarley's uh, share price was up in the order of 16% today. They gave uh, further um, information about yesterday how they've been travelling since the end of the profit reporting period in December. January sales, written sales orders, 58.9 million, up 3.6% over the year. And on a like-for-like basis, up in the order of 2.6%. So Nick Scarley doing well, and it was shown in terms of its share price. Sticking with the retailers, Maya was out with the trading update today as well, giving investors an initial look at how they've done over the past six months. And that's, of course, ahead of their official results being released in a few weeks' time, and that'll happen in March. So in a nutshell, comparable sales ticked up just a touch by 0.1%. And that's despite the challenging retail environment as consumers are being you know, extra cautious with how much money they're spending. And that's a similar thing that we saw with Nick Scarley as well. They've actually been been quite uh, resilient given the current climate. So with Maya, that's pretty impressive because last year they actually had their best six months of sales ever on record. So to match that result with the added challenges is pretty good. And that's why we saw Maya shares up in the order of around 16%. They also forecasted a net profit between $49 and $53 million in the six months to the end of January. That compares with $65 million at the same time last year. So it's expected to be slightly lower, factoring in the unfavorable impacts of some store closures and also added inflation pressures. But all in all, Maya doing pretty well. And that's why their share price soared today. Let's look at the auto stocks. Uh, what we had is some data out today from the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries, the industry body, and uh, what it showed for the month of January, 89,782 vehicles were sold in, in January. That's a record for the January month. And over the 12 months to January, 1.22 million cars were sold. That's a record for any full year. So car sales basically going boom time yes, at, at present. And uh, that was shown up in terms of the auto stocks today. So Eagers was up in the order 2.9%, Peter Warren up 2.1%, and Super Retail up in the order of 1%.
Shares of Metcash recommenced trading today after three days of being suspended. Just to recap, the company confirmed it's buying three businesses that will help it strategically grow. It will cost them around $550 million to do this, and they were able to raise $300 million from investors, which they'll put towards those purchases and top that up with cash as well. So usually when a company uh, comes back from trading after doing a fundraising event, their shares would actually drop quite heavily. But this is also investors first chance to respond to the news about Metcash acquiring those three companies. So there was quite a bit for investors to digest and they're playing a little bit of catch up as well. So we only saw Metcash shares down in the order of around one and a half percent, which is pretty good after a fundraise event. Now, looking forward, there's not a lot happening from here. We've really passed the chunky part of the week, haven't we, with the RBA? Yes, Super Tuesday has come and gone or coming and going. <laughs> I like that. Uh, we, we had some retail uh, sales figures out as well, and there was 0.3% rise in, in real spending for, for the latest quarter, so consumers continue to spend. Uh, we've had the data on from the Reserve Bank, everything from the Reserve Bank today. We've had the car sales results yesterday as well. And now we'll just glide into the... Into the weekend, hopefully. (laughs) Nice and easily. So if we look forward, pretty quiet on the economic data front in the US and also in Australia, but we will have some... Profit results out of the US tonight. Spotify might pique some of your interest. It definitely will pique mine. Also Ford Motor. And then tomorrow we have results from Amcor, Centuria, Setire, Credit Corp and a few others. Also keep in mind ResMed will be trading ex-dividend tomorrow. 5.1 cents per share will be paid out to those eligible investors. 14th of March. So we might see ResMed shares down a little bit tomorrow. But Craig, thank you as always. Thanks for joining us today. Not a problem at all. Wonderful to be. And we'll chat again tomorrow. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.